Hello everyone. In this class, we will try to learn about capillary circulation. The learning objectives are to classify capillaries and give examples for each category, understand the importance of histological difference in capillaries, list the functional specialities of capillaries, understand the forces acting across the capillary membrane that contribute to capillary filtration, describe the mechanism of capillary filtration and define edema and understand the physiological mechanism of edema formation. Exchange of nutrient, gases, water and waste products between the blood and tissues occur in capillaries. Hence, capillaries are known as exchange vessels. The circulation of blood from arterioles to venules through capillaries is called as microcirculation. Capillaries are present close to all metabolically active cells so that substrates of metabolism and products of metabolism can be easily exchanged between the cells and blood through the capillary wall. Except lens and cornea, all the cells in the body are in direct contact with the microvessels. If you see the morphology, the capillaries are made up of single layered endothelial cells surrounded by basement membrane. Endothelial cells are joined together by their inter-endothelial junctions. Tunica media is completely absent. True capillaries emerge from arteriole or meta-arteriole and form anastomotic network that drain into the venules. In mini-vascular bed, meta-arteriole is connected directly with venule through thoroughfare vessel. Capillary networks anastomose with the side branches of the thoroughfare vessels. This is the diagram of the microcirculation. You can see the arteriole, the arteriole beginning. Uh, can see the precapillary sphincters where they have more number of uh, smooth muscles. Then capillaries, venular end of the capillaries, venule, and these are some of the thoroughfare vessels which connect arterioles direct to the uh, venules uh, bypassing the capillary bed. There are different types of capillaries. They can be continuous capillary, they can be fenestrated or discontinuous capillary. Continuous capillaries, they are called as non-fenestrated capillaries. Endothelial cells form a continuous ring around the lumen of capillary except at the gaps. The clefts, uh, the gaps that are the gaps at the inter-endothelial junctions are usually 4 to 10 nanometers that is less than 15 millimeters in diameter. There is no discontinuity in the endothelium of the capillaries. This type of capillary is seen in skeletal muscle and smooth muscles seen in connective tissue and lungs. The clefts are absent in the capillaries of the cerebral vessels. So this is example of uh, non-continuous uh, capillaries. You can see uh, there is no gap between the to endothelial cells. Fenestrated capillaries. Endothelial cells are perforated by mini fenestrations or pores which are 20 to 100 nanometers in diameter. The cytoplasm of the endothelial cell is attenuated to form gaps which are called as fenestrations. They allow passage of molecules having molecular weight up to 69,000. These capillaries usually surround the epithelia as the as in, in case of uh, intestinal villi 
or choroid plexus of the ventricles in the brain or ciliary process of the eyes or exocrine glands uh, and parts of kidneys so these are fenestrated capillaries you can see the definite gap between the two endothelial cells in fenestrated capillaries then sinusoidal or discontinuous capillaries these capillaries have a larger discontinuities that is gaps more than 400 nanometers between the endothelial cells and also they have a multiple large fenestrate in their cytoplasm therefore large molecules can easily pass through these capillaries such capillaries are present in the liver spleen and in bone marrow so these are the uh, the discontinued discontinuous capillaries with large fenestration the capillary flow differs due to the different capillary pressure in in, in tissues capillary pressure is about 37 milli mm of hg at the arterial end and 17 mm of hg at the venular end of the capillaries of the skeletal muscle though capillaries are short and blood flow is very slow due to the large total cross sectional area the flow rate is about 0.07 cm per second the pulse pressure is also less in capillaries which is about 5 mm hg at the arterial end and almost zero at the venular end therefore capillary blood flow is less pulsatile functional specialities of capillaries the capillary density determines the degree of exchange across the capillary capillary density is high in the metabolically active tissues capillary diameter is different in different tissues however diameter of true capillary at the arterial end is 5 micrometers and at the venular end it is around 8 micrometers most capillaries have diameters less than the diameter of the red cells therefore red cells just squeeze through the lumen of the capillaries and capillaries do not contain smooth muscle therefore they do not directly respond to vasoconstrictor or vasodilators the flow of the blood through capillaries is largely regulated by the change in the capillary uh, change in the capacity of the precapillary vessels at the origin of capillaries a flap of smooth muscle forms cuff called precapillary sphincter which is not innervated but responds to vasoconstrictor and dilators the capillary circulation largely depends on the contraction and relaxation of the precapillary sphincter though capillaries do not dilate or constrict actively due to the lack of smooth muscle change in their caliber occurs passively due to the alteration in the flow of blood through their lumen it is also proposed that a few contractile elements like myosin and actin filaments are present in the capillary walls moreover endothelial cells of capillaries are surrounded by pericytes or rogged cells rogged cells are believed to be the primitive form of vascular smooth muscle or myoepithelial cells that respond to vasoconstrictor agents they themselves also release vasoactive substances and therefore the active capillary constriction and dilatation do occur to some extent capillaries are thin vessels that are made up of single layer of endothelial cells and they contain no muscle the flow of the blood is sluggish in capillaries therefore capillaries are the best 
uh, suit for the exchange of materials between the blood and the tissue so that is why they are called as exchange vessels the capillaries are least innervated by the sympathetic fibers and do not they do not have smooth muscles therefore the sympathetic stimulation usually does not directly change the caliber of capillaries the capillaries are weak vessels and surrounded by tissues therefore if the capillary pressure decreases below the tissue pressure capillaries collapse and the flow in the capillary ceases the capillary pressure below which the flow stops is called as critical closing pressure there are few vessels that directly connect the arterioles and venules by passing the capillaries and they are called as thoroughfare vessels the blood flow uh, mainly occurs through thoroughfare vessels during resting condition however the flow through the capillaries increases during exercise that is when the tissue becomes active the flow of blood through capillaries is usually intermittent and this is because intermittent contraction and relaxation of the arterioles and metaarterioles which regulate the flow through the capillaries such intermittent flow that which usually occurs uh, 5 to 10 times per minute is called as vasomotion vasomotion is partly contributed contributed by the chemicals released by the endothelium of the blood vessels the diameter of the capillaries in most tissues is less than the diameter of rbcs therefore red cells while passing through the lumen of capillaries uh, come in very close contact with the capillary membrane as such uh, the flow of the blood in the capillaries is very slow these two factors in addition to the thin capillary wall facilitate the exchange of gases between capillaries and tissues though individual capillaries have small diameter and they provide high vascular resistance the total capillary resistance is much less due to their parallel arrangement endothelial cells of capillaries contain many endocytic vesicles that contribute to the transcytosis of water and water soluble substances across the capillary wall some endothelial cells have fenestration that run completely through the cells from the capillary interior to the interstitial space difference between active and inactive capillaries at rest most of the capillaries are closed and the blood flow through occurs mainly through thoroughfare vessels in active tissues arterioles and precapillary sphincters dilate that results in flow of blood through the capillaries this opens up many capillaries and improves capillary circulation coming to the capillary exchange talk us through mainly diffusion the gases that is oxygen and carbon dioxide and nutrients that is glucose and amino acids hormones and other substances are exchanged by means of diffusion in liver because of sinusoidal nature of the capillaries large molecules like proteins diffuse through, diffuse through capillaries easily this is the important way of transport of synthesized proteins like fibrinogen and albumin to enter circulation vesicular transport the transport of substances by means of endocytosis and exocytosis is called as vesicular transport in this process substances like dissolved protein from plasma are taken up by endocytosis transported across the endothelial cells and then discharged outside by exocytosis as the substances are actually 
transported in the form of vesicles the process is called as vesicular transport as the transport occurs across the endothelial cells the process is also called as transcytosis capillary filtration this is the major route of transport of fluid between the blood and the interstitial tissue space filtration occurs because of the difference in various pressures of intravascular fluid and the extravascular fluid that is blood and the fluid in the interstitial tissue space the pressures promoting filtration are hydrostatic pressure of the blood and osmotic pressure of the interstitial fluid whereas pressures that oppose filtration are oncotic pressure uh, the osmotic pressure of the blood due to the plasma proteins and the tissue hydrostatic pressure the balance between these pressure determines the net filtration and these are called as starling forces the forces that control the capillary filtration are named as starling forces as uh, they are described by starling and starling forces are hydrostatic and osmotic forces the hydrostatic and osmotic pressure gradients across the capillary membrane contribute to the rate of filtration the pressure gradients the hydrostatic pressure gradient this is the difference between hydrostatic pressure and vascular compartment the hydrostatic pressure of the vascular compartment and the interstitial tissue compartment the hydrostatic pressure of any fluid compartment always pushes the fluid out of the compartment the hydrostatic pressure gradient favors the filtration both at arteriolar and venular end of the capillaries however at arteriolar end the gradient is more than at the venular end of the capillaries osmotic pressure gradient this is the difference between the oncotic pressure and the osmotic pressure in the interstitial tissue space which is very negligible osmotic pressure of the fluid compartment uh, withheld fluid uh, in the compartment and therefore osmotic pressure opposes filtration as the osmotic pressure tissue space is nil the osmotic pressure gradient along the capillary wall is always inward which favors the absorption of the fluid from the interstitial tissue space into capillary if you see the net filtration of the fluid along the capillary wall depends on the difference between the hydrostatic pressure gradient and the oncotic pressure gradient at the arteriolar and venular end at the arteriolar end the net filtration uh, pressure is around uh, 11 mmhg outward the direction that is because uh, the hydrostatic pressure in at the arterial end is 37 uh, 37 mm of pg and the osmotic pressure is around 25 mm of hg and this is the interstitial pressure uh, at the at the interstitium so the total outward pressure is uh, 11 mm of hg at the venular end the net filtration is around uh, 9 mm of hg and it is in inward direction the flow occurs towards the the ecf and the majority of the force which draws the fluid into the capillaries is osmotic pressure in the capillaries so this is showing Uh, the net filtration pressure at the the arterial end at as 
that at the venular end. The capillary pressure at the arterial end is 37 mmHg and uh, same hydrostatic pressure is less that is 17 mm of Hg at the venular end. So that is why the fluid is going to flow uh, in towards the interstitium at the arterial end and the, 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 the tissue is going to, the tissue fluid is going to flow towards the, uh, the capillary at the venular end. In addition to the pressure gradients, filtration also depends on the permeability of the capillary membrane. The capillary permeability depends on the integrity of the capillary endothelial membrane. Capillary permeability is increased especially in inflammatory conditions. Artery venous anastomosis, there, there are short vascular channels that directly connect arterioles to venules by passing the capillaries. These are called as artery venous anastomosis or artery venous shunts. They have a thick muscular wall and are densely innervated by the symp sympathetic nerves. And AV anastomosis are especially present in the fingers, palms and earlobes. Edema. The accumulation of the free fluid in excess in the interstitial tissue is called as edema. The mechanism of formation of the edema, there are two important mechanisms that is increased filtration of the fluid into the interstitial tissue space and decreased removal of fluid from the interstitial tissue space. Increased filtration of the fluid into the interstitial space occurs by three mechanisms that is by increasing the hydrostatic pressure in the capillary, decreased oncotic pressure and increased per capillary permeability. Increased Hydrostatic pressure occurs when there is increased venous pressure, uh, example in case of congestive cardiac failure. And also when there is a venous constriction where the tumor pressing on the vein which causes the edema in its territory of drainage and increased extracellular fluid volume or retention can lead to increased hydrostatic pressure and arterial dilatation because of the local inflammation increases the pressure. The decreased oncotic pressure occurs due to the hypoproteinemia that occurs in liver diseases that is, that is decreased production of the plasma proteins and can also occur because of the kidney disease because of the increased excretion of the plasma proteins and in malnutrition it is because of the decreased intake proteins and in burns it is because of the exudation of the protein rich fluid from the burn surface. This occurs also because of the increased capillary permeability. The capillary permeability increases by action of chemical substances like histamine, bradykinin, substance P and bacterial toxins. Edema that occurs in inflammation is due, is due to the increased permeability. Then it occurs, the edema occurs because of the decreased removal of the fluid from the interstitial space. From the interstitial space, water is removed by lymphatics. Thus, Decreased lymphatic drainage causes edema formation. This occurs either due to the disease of lymphatics, that is lymphangitis or surgery. I mean, where you can see it in radical mastectomy after removal of the lymphatic dust, or it can occur by the infections, for example, filariasis. The decreased lymphatic flow decreases the removal of excess fluid from the interstitial tissue space that results in edema formation. Edema due to the lymphatic obstruction is usually non-pitting type.
how do you treat how to treat the edema generalized edema is treated by administration of the diuretics and salt restriction diet localized edema by mainly the anti inflammatory drugs and the special form of edema that treated by the diuretics and uh, other drugs depending on the cause of the edema this is in brief about the capillary circulation thank you